You're listening to Christy Unedited, the podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Gray. Christy Unedited started as a raw and relatable conversation, and it always will be, but it's become so much more than that. Each week, a few special souls dish out some authentic truths as we navigate together the exploration of self. Thanks so much for listening. Let the magic begin. Hi, babe, and welcome to this episode of Christy Unedited, the podcast. And this conversation is the final installment of the six-part series, which centers around me. Totally self-indulgent, I know. No, it's not actually like that. I put a call out online and gave people the opportunity to put me into the hot seat and interview me. And if you've been tuning in throughout this entire week, you know the drill already. And this conversation is with my incredible friend, business designer, and just all-round amazing person, Melissa. Melissa is a business designer, as I mentioned, and she creates incredible strategies for dreamers that want to build the future. She is not only my business designer, I see how much goodness she creates with so many other people in business as well. And you know what? Like, Mel and I have incredible conversations almost every single day. And when I was listening back to this episode, because I always find I pick up little gold mines when I listen back and edit, is I realized how much I appreciate our friendship and also the conversations that we have. And so Mel's topic is on self-development and the part it plays when you are journeying through life and she asks some really incredible questions which I found out towards the end of the episode that these have been questions she's always been dying to ask me and so she had her chance and I thought what an awesome episode to round out the series before we kick off an entirely new format of Christy unedited from next week and great news the audio quality is on point in this episode so you don't need to worry about a thing I'm gonna let Mal take it away for the final installment Christy from your perspective what is the role of self-development in a person's lifetime oh my goodness When you ask me that question, I get goosebumps because I truly believe that we're here on earth um, to navigate the world through self-exploration. So I truly believe that self-development plays a critical role into the success that you generate and that you create. And the reason I think that is because life is a journey and I think that we have this kind of preconceived notion of what our life will look like, but there's magic within the gray. And the more I surrender to that, the more I'm surprised by the universe. And this all sounds super woo, right? In my answer, but you know, I had this really clear vision of what I thought my life would look like. And I could have followed that narrative. However, the joy, the 
um, discovery, the magic, like the growth, the expansion that I've been able to be able to have in my life has come through self-discovery. It's come through self-development. And if I hadn't have had all of these really key experiences in my life, or if I hadn't have just leant into the uncomfortableness, the rock bottoms, all the shitty, challenging times, I wouldn't be the person that sits in front of you today. So that's a really long, I suppose, answer to your question, but I like literally think (laughs) this is why we're here. It's to discover not only the best version of ourselves, the highest version of ourselves and I really think that that's what our soul's guiding us towards, but we have to create the stillness to listen. And we also have to trust our intuition throughout the process. Mm. Actually love that you were like, you know, in terms of leaning into the gray and Christy gray, I was like, (gasps) (laughs) this is like subtle subtle symbology there. I love it. Well, do you know what? It's funny because my, when I worked um, at Sephora, my really good friend, Angelique, who was also my boss, she used to make fun of me because this was before like I'd started a business. I was obviously still in corporate and she's like, it's so funny because you're so Christy black and white because Virgo, black and white, Mm -hmm. like I have these key planets in Virgo. And so I could only see black and white, but it wasn't until I took that chance, left my job, started a business that I leant into the magic of the gray. And she used to like, we used to laugh about it because she's like, your last name's gray, but you're like far from it. And so maybe that's something that's guided me. Yeah. Mm. Like I, I see you as clear, like bringing clarity. Definitely, that's the role I know you've personally played, like in our friendship as well. Um, but yeah, like I, I see you as someone that thrives in that space. But I guess when I came into your life, you had already sort of made that transition somewhat as well. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's funny all the different roles we play in our, our own lives over time as well. Yeah. All right. So, on the kind of on the same um, role is. Uh, what has been the most significant moment in your journey today? Yeah. Um, the, the, the most significant one, which I've talked about in almost every episode that talks to this like pivotal moment is my Saturn return, which is when I woke up on my 28th birthday. And um, there's a previous episode I recorded with Nat where I really dive into that moment. But I want to give because that was the moment because of the fact I woke up and I was like, I'm not living a life that I want to be living. And I felt for the very first time, it was like a switch had flicked of I'm ready to change this inner narrative of sitting in a um, a pool of hopelessness. Let's just call it that because it was. And, oh, it was. (laughs) It was like, you know, I was using drugs, alcohol, everything for escapism. And because I've talked about that one a lot, I actually want to talk about this next one I got because this is a perfect example of we're always given opportunities to course correct. So yeah, sure. At 28, I had this really pivotal moment and my life changed and I, you know, led in, led my life um, as a each other. Like, can you yeah. kind of see it after time has passed? Do you feel that? What, sorry, what was that? Do you feel that like each, if you look back at your different sort of moments, they kind of have each built on each other? Like that mm. there's a thread or a, like it's nearly one pathway that you've 
chosen to stay on as opposed to lots of pathways at different times that you've jumped between? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think they've always, I think you're always being guided where you need to go. So I think that definitely they build upon each other. But I think I went so off track for seven years that when I had that massive pivotal moment when I was 28, I had to completely course correct. So yeah, it built on the last one, but it felt maybe more um, expansive because I had gone so far off course. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like the... Uh, makes me think of, you know, if you go to shoot an arrow and at a target and if you're like half a degree off when it actually gets to the target, that arrow is like a kilometre away <laughs> from its target, that kind of, oh. that's the vision that comes to mind. A hundred percent. And so like the next, so the next real like pivotal moment was when I was, um, was 2018 and I'll never forget that day because there'd been a series of events that had led up to that. And I had been really unhappy. I was living in Sydney. Um, it was during my corporate career. And for the year prior, I'd been working in this role um, in the business and the beauty business that I was working in, in Sephora, which I've just mentioned anyway. So it's no surprises around here. I don't know why I try and hide that sometimes. Like it's weird that I sometimes I'm like, should I say the name where I used to work? Should I not? I don't know. But I had been like chasing the title of what I had been doing for the year and we hadn't had approval through Southeast Asia. And I remember that moment as I had been having a really challenging time. I think it was around March and I was already starting to plan in my head, I can't live in Sydney anymore. And my amazing boss slash freeing to like, oh my God, I just couldn't have done life without her through my time there, rung me and she was like, congratulations, you have, um, you've been able to, that they've approved this title for you. Um, this is your pay increase. You've achieved your um, measurables with my bonus objectives. And it was one of those moments, Mal, where I was like, and I can feel, like I can feel that energy when I retell this story to you. I was like, if I don't make this decision that I feel intuitively called to make right now, my life is going to completely go off track like it did for those seven years prior, like the that time frame between 21 and 28. And it's almost like I was so sick to my stomach that I couldn't even go I can't like I just said I, I remember saying I was like I can't do this I can't make this decision today because I knew in my heart your body now it's like you knew not just that you were at a crossroads but it is you knew what the crossroads were kind of oh I knew but I'd just chosen not to listen because I think I was chasing like I'll be happy when or I'll be happy with this and then when it came it's like those moments right where you wait for something and then it came and I was like hmm this doesn't feel how I had anticipated. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how that is. And when it's it's nearly like it needs to be written out so specifically. It's like this is what you ask for. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> no. Yeah. And so that was when I was like, right, I need to 
Um, and I, I did. I went back within 24 hours and said, this is not the role for me, but I'm happy to see this out. Took X amount of time so that they, they could gain the support that they needed. And because I didn't really have a plan. And so I was like, I just need to support my friend, this business. I need to get them where they need to go because that's who I am as a person. And then I'm ready to tap out. But I'd already mentally, yeah. 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 I'll tie it up because, you know, that's that, that's my promise kind of thing. But um, did you have a feeling at that time, in, in that moment, of where or, or what was what was involved in the future you were that was going to be right for you? Like you know, sometimes when you're really clear around what isn't right, that that also kind of comes with a bit of a shade of the opposite. Did that happen? Like I knew exactly what I wanted to do, and this is the thing I had to really think about, like how I take action because I'm such an action orientated person. But if I was to name the action that I take, it's intuitive action. I do everything based on feeling. I've done that in my entire life. So I don't even really think about things because I'm not actually cerebral uh, that much. I'm like, I do everything based on how I'm feeling in that moment. So that can be quite reactionary, which can be both positive and negative. And so I kind of already subconsciously knew what I was going to do. I was like, right, I'm going to move back to the Gold Coast. I'm going to move into mum's spare room. I'm going to start a business. I was finishing up life coaching. So I had a pretty, I had it mapped out and it wasn't like uh, a plan where I rigidly built structure, but I kind of knew the, 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 where my inner compass was taking me. But that's a perfect example too of that innate feeling I get where I'm like, I, need, I know I need to get on that path, but it wasn't necessarily the right path. Like it was the right path but there's been an evolution from that initial concept. Mm. And that is something I've had to really trust because I have so much mutability in my life and I thrive off mutability with this change and evolution. And I've had to trust that because I'm more, I'm going to change my mind probably because there's been an evolution that's taken place. So I don't have this hard and fast fixedness of this is what it should look like. Yeah, you're able to actually accommodate the new and the shifts and the opportunities as the doors open themselves because you don't know what's on the other side of a door until you're in there, you know, <laughs> turning that handle. <laughs> yeah. Mm, but, <laughs> but it's good. I've had to learn to trust that because I didn't used to. Um, but it can also be to my demise because... Um, I think that I have like this inner polarity where I'm like, I want things to look a certain way and I want the structure in my life and I want to have this one thing that I can master. And then I'm like, fuck that. I need all these things. I don't want to master anything. I want to learn and evolve and grow. And, and that can be, that can be scary because you have, you don't have that solid plan and I have to I kind of um ebb and flow between the two and it's something that I'm constantly learning is part of that like feeling like you say you're driven to master something right is part of that that you feel you have gotten what you needed from that space and you're actually ready for a new thing to master yeah a kind of mastery yeah oh and I'm going to give you an amazing example of this so 
Astrology, I am obsessed with, as everybody knows, and I talk about it all the time. And if anyone ever wants to have an astrology conversation, I am like all for it. And most conversations I have with my friends, astrology does come up in the conversation because I think I've surrounded myself now with people that are actually genuinely really interested in it too. And it's just a part of me. But I have felt like, um, I felt really resistant to astrology this year for a number of reasons. I never wanted to be pigeonholed as just the astrologer. And I think any business owner will appreciate this, that when you're compartmentalized into one thing. It, one thing. Oh. So much more, yeah. Yeah, and I've got like people that have even commented of like, oh, I don't even know what the coaching side of your business is or life strategy and like, you know, and I, I, it's not my job to educate them too, but that's the unfortunate thing is sometimes you can be well known for doing one thing. And I've also, um, my astrology mentor who is so incredibly amazing, she's been really encouraged me to push this to the nth degree this year. But I also know like, I kind of know I've gotten what I've needed to from it. I'm in a really good place with the type of a work I want to do with astrology. And I made this like really integral decision, which intuitively I've known for a few months now. I was like, I actually think my um, studies in astrology have come to an end. Now that doesn't mean I'm not going to do self-directed learning because I'm always yeah. learning. But it's but that specific flavor of study. Yeah, because I think I'm ready for that next thing. And it's hard because I had always said I would study astrology for the rest of my life. And this is a perfect example of KG. It's like, I'm done with this now. <laughs> I'm on to the next thing. <laughs> it's nearly part of the struggle of actually building a business and a brand at the same time is that the brand needs you to be clear and specific and people to be able to fully get where you're at at a given time you kind of need to say this is what I'm doing at these times and even with that you can't capture all the dynamicness that you kind of are like you can't have a um like you, you know if it, your Instagram title actually captured you it would be like this slash this slash this slash this slash this slash this slash this and all of that is true and all of that is you know monetizable if you want it to be or you know connecting but yeah it's really hard to capture that I really agree oh it's so on that kind of flavor, I guess, because um, there's different kinds of shifts that you can have in your life. And there's another kind of shift I wanted to ask you about, which I feel like maybe related to some of this, where so a time when you've had a sudden and profound paradigm shift, and I just want to explain what I'm referring to by that because obviously we have these turning points and moments in our lives with paradigm shift I specifically mean a moment that you've recognized a pattern of behavior in yourself and it's not necessarily connected to any other kind of turning point in your life but you've gone oh my god I've been doing this and actually now I want to do this or or you've like learned something new about yourself that you didn't know was there that that kind of Shift, shift in, I guess, yeah, understanding of yourself or identity. Yeah, tell me about what a really <laughs> deep one that only happened recently. If you're up for it, yeah, yeah, yeah yes, yes, I'm very up for it. Oh, this gives me goosebumps, and I'm in a really good place to share this now. Um, so, so it will come like, um, yeah, it's it's good because I'm in a good spot. So, 
Um, my father and I have always had quite a troubled relationship in the sense of I had an expectation of what my I thought my father who who she he should be for me and um you know there's been times where I've kind of reconciled with myself the relationship with him is the way it is um but it was really only until recently um we I've had a massive shift in um how important it is to meet your own emotional needs and not expect other people to do it for you mm-hmm. oh that's a heavy one so um the context of this is is that um I had always um wanted my dad to hear me see me understand me from a psychology perspective that was it I just needed to be validated I wanted him to love me and I wanted to show up up for me him to show up for me in a certain way acknowledge oh just acknowledgement 100% babe and then last year um we spoke for the first time in 15 years and that was I came from a place of love and it was one of those times where I was like I'm just showing up for him and I'm going to meet him where he's at but I had to reach out to him a few weeks ago because there's been a lot happening within my family dynamics, which can happen, and everybody deals with it. Like, it's not just me. And um, I just reached out to him. I said, look, I'm not expecting you to come back to me, but this is just some context, and I really would encourage you to maybe think about this. And he came back to me that day, and um, he just said, I took your advice, and I want you to know I love you. And... I'd waited 37 years for those words. And can I just say to anybody listening that has some challenging, um, like challenging relationships with their parents, is that they were the words I'd waited for my entire life. And they had no weight to them because I had realized that I was whole without him. And I had kind of met my own emotional needs. And so the validation I'd been seeking my entire life, um, I actually didn't need after all of that. And that was a pretty, that was a paradigm shift because that I now don't expect anything from him and I can show up for him exactly it's as me. It's like you've taught in one, there's like, I feel like there's so many layers to that one. In one layer, it's like you, had traveled on this journey and you got to this point with the, you know the proverbial new eyes that you're looking back at that same situation with but at the same time part of the thing that you kind of brought with you was the was the openness to be surprised by him and he met you in that as well so yeah. that's really uh, I'd like oh. to be teary <laughs> It gives me goosebumps. I was trying not to cry through that because I have had to shed a few tears on the podcast lately. Um, But you know what? I think that there were layers to that and there was layers to the involvement of that. But it's not like he's doing the work. Like I'm Mm. the one actually doing the work. And so he's still showing up as the person he's always been but because of my the way I've shown up to him and I haven't judged him I haven't blamed him I haven't expected anything from him the way I'm showing up energetically is obviously completely different so I actually then got the response I'd always wanted because of the work I'd done on me not because of the work I'd expected him to do Mm. oh there's uh 
I really relate to, even though like my own story is very, very different. Like I really relate to the threads of that just on any level of paradigm shift. It's funny how we can have all these different kinds. It's like a, it's like a whole bunch of knobs or something <laughs> in our brains. I don't know, control system. And we just kind of twiddle them all and then see what's going on and get to these moments where you can look back and realize that some of the changes you've made have really worked for you or haven't worked for you, depending on kind of what kind of situation. Mm. Yeah. So on that note, <laughs> has there been a time when you've had to make a difficult change, especially a change that you really didn't want to make, so that future Christy could thrive? Yeah. You've caught me at the best time, babe, because I have been going through it. Like this won't air until January and we're recording this in November. And I have gone through every emotion over the last month. I think that the universe has thrown me uh, changes within my family dynamics, changes within my business and changes within my health. And I think that when everything gets stripped away and you're at rock bottom again, I'm like, hi, old friend. (laughs) What are you here to teach me? (laughs) Yeah, so um, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about before and um, of that whole you expect something to look a certain way and it doesn't. And I think that because all the layers have peeled back for me, I have this tendency to do what I think I should do rather than what I probably need to do because, I, again, I'm not cerebral, so I don't think anything through and I just kind of keep making act taking action and there's been a really tough decision that I've had to make over the last couple of weeks and it's like what does my business look like longer term like what do I want it to look like versus what I think it should look like and if I kept following the path of what it should look like it would be continue to grow the business continue to evolve the business um, really disrupt the personal development industry which was always my number one goal and vision and I could 100% still do that I'm also looking at my life going, I'm 37. I've had this incredible corporate career, which I, um, now looking back, I feel so grateful for it because, again, it gave me this beautiful framework of how to communicate effectively and, like, how to show up and do what I do today. Like, I wouldn't be able to do what I do in my business without all of that incredible um, development and leadership capabilities and all of that jazz. Um, but I have had to go, you know what, what is going to fulfill me longer term and what is going to help me to not only achieve happiness and also um, do what I think I want to do rather than what I should do. And there's two parts to this, which I'm happy to share what they are. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you can't just tease me with that. <laughs> <laughs> First one, will I'll tell you what my word will be from this week onwards to 2021. So my word, I have a word of the year, which I've picked over the last four years. So my word of this year of 2020 was freedom. And I craved freedom in my life to make decisions and become my own boss and to um, help to get my business to a place where I was really proud of it. And freedom has been amazing. Oh my God, like in a year where we've had our freedom stripped away from us, like 
I felt like I created so much traction because of the freedom I was given and my business really thrived this year. So when you have money, you have more freedom, which I feel very grateful for. But my, I realized this week that I had been chasing a vision of my business that doesn't align with who I am as a person. And I feel like I've been surrounded by a lot of business owners who I think are incredible, but they're also chasing six-figure incomes. And mm. I left my life of that six-figure income to create more joy and happiness in my life. And I've been really colored by my worth has been tied to the results my clients get and also the income I'm bringing in. And I don't think, like, I think it's so easy to get caught up in that um, mentality. It's that, it's that lacking of the idea of enough. Whereas where is my panacea and is it one that I'm ever going to be able to get to kind of? Yeah. Yeah. And I realized like, I'm, I'm trying to benchmark myself against people in business that have the completely different products and business models. And I'm only one of me at the end of the day. And I also feel like I need to be of service to others. And so I'm not going to overcharge to a ridiculous amount because that's not my North Star. Like people have told me that my prices are too low and I've been given like feedback on that, but I have one goal in mind, which is to empower the person that I'm working with. And I had this massive moment, which was another mindset shift over the last week where I was like, my word for 2021 is curiosity. And I like yeah, I want to go to you because you like, I heard that first from you and I find it so valuable and it nearly like, I feel like your word of the freedom, how does kind of curiosity then follow on from that same story? Yeah, it's, I want to, I want to ask, I want to be curious in my business. I want to be curious in my personal life. But most importantly, I want to be curious with other people. And the reason I share this is because I can, I'm quite, um, I can be very black and white, but again, and there's magic within the gray, but I'm also very sure of who I am, which I don't think is a bad thing, but that can sometimes um become a, a challenge because I'm very sure of what I want to do, how I should run things, that it stops me from being curious with maybe somebody else's perspective or a light bulb moment that I could. And I think that I want to um, be open to new experiences and be curious with everyone around me. Yeah. Future Christy in mind there. <laughs> which brings me to my second part really quickly, which won't mean... Um, that will then mean by being more curious that my business will stay the same for now, but things will also change because um, the wellness industry has been a really big part of my life. Like the beauty industry, you know, I spent over 10 years in the beauty industry and I had compartmentalized myself again into just personal development. And there's this really big part of who I am that I had like pushed to the side. And so I want to being more curious and exploring that part of me and I want to open myself up to new possibilities of what business could look like in 2021. Mm, oh my god I'm so ready. Christy Gray 2021. It's it's really exciting when you open yourself up for that kind of flexibility to just see what it can be and it's nearly it's without actually wiping everything away that's working for you 
just to allow it to to allow yourself to ask what if and like if there's anything it's, it's curiosity more than that always amazing it's it'll be like 2022 this or 2021 this same type of time of year November be so interesting to see we could have a little glimpse now (laughs) we'll never know it'll be so different to what you can imagine but that's because you allowed that to be possible you know Mm. which is a big gift really well thank you I've got the final question are you ready I'm so ready these have been great questions (laughs) by the way Mal all things I have wanted to ask you so it like thrived off the opportunity to actually be like okay you know so what is the one thing you'd like us listeners to know about this crazy life oh my goodness that's such an amazing question Um, I truly believe that when you trust yourself, like the most important relationship that you have at the end of the day is the relationship you have with yourself. And when you, and there's probably been lots of little snippets that I've shared throughout this conversation, whether it's been, you know, um, making sure you're meeting your own emotional needs or finding magic within the gray or another one that I try to remind myself is progress and not perfection and like taking those tiny little action steps every single day because action over inaction um, helps you to create momentum. And I think that there's so many beautiful things that we get exposed to today because we are connected online 24-7. But if there's anything I would love somebody to be listening and take away from this is you actually have all the answers that you need all along. And you just have to like trust yourself enough to tune into those messages or what your body's trying to tell you. And it's something that I'm always learning I'm always course correcting, um, but I know that I'm my greatest teacher at the end of the day. And so it's so easy to seek validation externally, but how can you do things in your life that help you to validate yourself? And so like, I think what's really, what when you're able to do that, it means you can show up for other people and be present and show up and coming from a place of love. You feel really confident with who you are as a person and it's not easy. You have to do the work every single day. And I know that I, when I'm not trusting myself or I'm not listening to my intuition is it's because I'm not actually meeting my like what my body requires or my mind requires or my soul requires. So that mind-body-spirit connection is integral, um, but it's also ever-changing and you have to be comfortable with the evolution that comes with that and it's going to take consistency and constant recalibration, baby. But it's pretty good when you're in it. It's pretty good. <laughs> Especially when you get to those moments where it's like, oh, this is – this is what it's for. This is where I'm going. And you have that insight and then it all changes again. <laughs> yeah. The way. It's, and I'll share something like, I know you love the data. So I'll share this for you, Mel, because being um, super cerebral, but also like 
I love the fact that you like are Aquarius moon baby. And um, so I made a massive decision um, last week. And so I wear my whoop um, strap, which I'm obsessed with. And I'll link it in the show notes as well for everybody. And it monitors my heart rate and my heart rate variability. And I've been using it for about five to six weeks now um, because I've been trying to get a handle on my health and well-being. And I actually made a massive decision last week and I had been quite emotional in the lead up to that but it wasn't because I was thinking of the decision I just was emotional for so many different reasons and you know when you're at breaking point and you just make a decision and I literally was at breaking point I made this decision and I was like right and literally my heart rate data over a 24-hour period had like I had gone from like 23% recovery because it gives you your recovery based on your heart rate elevation, your variability, your stress and everything. And I had gone from, I think it was 23% recovery. That was pretty consistent. I had, I was in the red. It was terrible for the week prior, right up into the green. And it was like 79% just from my like, What's this change? That's wild. Yeah. It knows, doesn't it? <laughs> So I think that there's so much that happens in our subconscious that we're not even aware of. And I think that that's why you are your greatest teacher at the end of the day. And it's really important to listen to your intuition and trust it. I feel like I needed to hear that little, little drop of that every day. (laughs) Can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. Did you have a, like, did you think what I shared with you in that answer, was that what you expected or were you expecting maybe something else? I didn't know what I was expecting, but I was trying to construct a question that I felt would open up your wiseness, but in like a really, I guess, irreverent kind of way, just to like, this life is crazy. There's so many unknowns. There's, you know, no right. There's no wrong. This it's just it just is. And with how like when you everyone holds that kind of a different way. And I feel like the answer. I wanted to create a question where the answer was like a fingerprint. It was unique to you, and so it was always going to surprise me in that kind of way. I loved it though. Oh, I love that. I love that a fingerprint. That's so rad. Yeah, like <laughs> just. Yeah, we especially when we think of the, the first question and like the role self-development plays in our life, even though there's common threads for all of us, I think that the role it plays in our particular lives is different as well and what we can share with others based on on that is special. Yeah. I think we look for an, an equation. Like we're like, to get here, we need to go do X, Y, Z. And there's two very big variables there your inner world and your outer world it's as simple as that like we make things really complicated as human beings and it's really like it's your inner world it's like what's your um, programming like where are you at in your journey with your mindset your subconscious reprogramming like all of that like you know what's even happening in your body that's another layer to that too right like depending on your hormones your health everything (laughs) 
<laughs> like, so there's so many ever-changing parts. It's not just one thing and you just think you've got a handle on one thing and then something else happens. And then our outer world is our circumstances. It's our relationships with other people. It's our perceptions because our perception is reality. And so, like... <laughs> Because we seek truth and everything. And then you ask that question. I do this like once a week. I'm like, what is truth? And there's actually no truth in anything, right? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we have a truth that we live by, whether you listen to a guru or a personal development coach, or you might really idolize somebody in a particular industry that you work in. Um, and everybody is like speaking their truth, but it's their truth and I think we all need to find our own truth and be open to the possibilities that come with exploring other people's truths as well. Mm-hmm. So that we can have the paradigm shift where the truth becomes a different truth. <laughs> 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 Pretty much. <laughs> if you loved connecting with Mel in this episode, you'll find all of her details in the show notes below. And I wanted to take the opportunity to thank Mel for not only curating some incredible questions, but also giving me the opportunity to share my insights on self-development. I will catch you next week with some brand new content for Christy Unedited, the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. If you love this conversation, please rate it, review it, or send it to somebody that may vibe with it. Or you can subscribe to stay up to date with the latest. I'll catch you next time.